On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Well, we're back here with another segment of Second Shot. I was I was going to try to do like one of those like really kind of professional radio like mm, right. in like you know like <laughs> yeah, you should not. I'm just trying like a Walter Cronkite trying something new. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I was like, can I be that? And I, I just don't. I don't think it. Flowed I think that you well. do a good job of just fully being yourself. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That you was know what one I mean? Of those trying to be you somebody do the best else right job then. of that. Yeah. The best Heath. Anybody? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got Jenny, Zach, Matt, and we got Jenny's mom in again, Jeanette. Hey, everyone. Hi. After our Mother's Day episode, um, we figured we'd make a little run back here to uh, maybe some of the business side of things on, on, on this episode, I believe. Yes. You you went, you went just did the Brighton like, yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. Brighton has this over, she gets very theatrical with, with things. And like, for instance, at, and now we'll put her down in her bed and I'll go, I always, do you want your blanket? Yeah. Like she gets very. <laughs> Don't mom shame us. We do give her a blanket hey, hey now. now. Yeah. <laughs> now that now she's old enough. Yeah. yeah. She gets very theatrical about a lot. Like it's like you go outside. Yeah. Like she cool gets place. Yeah, it's so funny. All she does stoked. get very excited, but I also get very excited about small things. So yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Might be it. Does you want the Play-Doh? Did, yeah. Does she go the same way, like negatively? Like, no. Like, yeah. Does it, no. Does it like it's, no. It's multiple no's in a row. No. 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 Yeah. Nope. She's an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She really is. Yeah. I hope I can be like Brighton one day. <laughs> Same. Uh, well, speaking of getting away, it's not a segue at all, but hey, uh, we have our first headline, right? People getting away. Hey, look, uh, you were trying yes. to be somebody else. I was trying That's to be right. somebody else. I'm trying to Let's just all get right back into our own authentic right. selves. Back into my own skin. Uh, a luxurious mm-hmm. private island resort opens for business, and a night stay costs $100,000. Uh, uh, this is an island stretching across uh, the Western Philippines. It's a luxurious private resort. Uh, it is one island for $100,000 a night. You get the whole island for one night. All right. It's got 48. Uh, it can hold up to 48 guests in, in six villas. It's got the whole package. You got chefs and, and on-site staff and, and, and hammocks and every everything you could ever want. The Lola price of one-tenth of a million dollars. Sounds uh, like second shot team building if I ever heard yeah, of you know, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we do. We yeah. do need a trip, don't we? It's true. Yeah, if somebody could lock that down, Look, that'd be great. It's $100,000, 48 people. Break it down. It's only 2000 a person oh, per yeah. night. You know I mean? Not that so bad. Some quick math, you though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's called a calculator. We need to get some more staff to split it with. Some <laughs> Airbnb us out there, please. Uh, yeah. You have to take a helicopter to get there. Uh, it is so exclusive. There's, there's almost nothing quite like it, and it's priced as... One of the most expensive getaways anywhere in the world. This is top tier. So that's a life goal. What are our second shots on this one hundred thousand dollar resort? First shot is we want to go. 
Right. You no know, shame no. in that. Yeah. The most hilarious part is, you know, the first thing I thought when I heard that? What? I want to be the guy that owns that charging. hundred. Not even like me going <laughs> no to kidding. it. I wanted to be the guy owning it, getting that. Yeah. Like my, I know yours went thought of probably going there. Like mine was, I want to own it to, to be able to charge that's somebody. The, that's the entrepreneur grand. mindset. Just mm-hmm. getting away on the other side of that. All these chumps just want to go there. I want to own the thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm the chump. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, Cause cause I, I too am that chump. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. y'all want $100,000 and not do it. Yeah. I was just like immediately thought, man, how great would that be to own it? So mm-hmm. when I think about a second shot on this headline, you know, because the, the very top of the headline is, gosh, how extravagant, how crazy is it that somebody's charging $100,000? thousand dollars for something and when i look at that i think about um you know when when if somebody's an entrepreneur and they're setting their price for something and i think people get really scared to charge what they actually think they're worth for fear somebody else won't see that value or for fear that somebody just won't want to pay it so they decrease it they decrease what they're charging and then they're like a little bit ticked off because they didn't actually charge what they were worth. And I think it's important to remember that there are people out there in the world that are charging $100,000 a night for a resort stay. So yeah. so we all have to think about, okay, am I worth the you know my hourly rate for my services, whatever it is that I do? And I know, Heath, you have some negotiating tactics because this is an area that I struggle in. I, I know that people think this because I'm that person. Yeah. I'm that person that thinks, ooh, is, someone, is somebody really gonna pay that for me? Maybe I'll discount it. And, and it doesn't work well for anybody. Well, here's one of the tips on um, that, that, that this story actually does a very good factor in. When it comes to negotiating, maybe negotiating your, your um, uh, to buy a car or to to um, buy anything like that, for instance, and, and, and getting maybe getting your value worth, right, what, what you are, whether you're somebody that's um, got a, something you're selling and you want to have it up there. The shock value is one of the biggest keys of a negotiation part. And to have that shock value number that it is probably going to be so far off to get people really thinking different. So, for instance, and it's really hard for most people to do because mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable for people to think um, that that can be um, a deal. So, let's just say you're going to buy a car and it says $30,000, okay? Go in there and be like, I'll pay you twenty four grand. Most people are like, well, that's just... That's not going to happen. I mean, this car's a twenty-eight, twenty-nine thousand. Go low. Go really low. Ugh, just I off hate this bat. conversation so much. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Why? She does. Just, I, yeah. just, buy, just. Uh, that's the sticker price. But you just not, pay that, I know, but I hate the selling. back and forth. I hate the game. Uh, I know, yeah. but but it's also like we live in the world. I guess we got to play the game. Like, so. like maybe it is going to get your apartment rent right, and and they offer you a number. Go really low of it right off the bat, because what it does is it send, it's a psychological thing of getting people in a mode of now that whenever you come back at them at 26,000 that sounds actually kind of realistic because <laughs> you just threw out 24 right mm-hmm. so for instance let's say you're negotiating a salary okay or you're going to work somewhere and you're asking for a salary one of the biggest keys to do is number one get a little bit of research somehow some way to finding out where that is so say you're getting paid eighty thousand dollars you just got out of school and you got something um you're working somewhere and you're you're wanting up for a promotion of some sort okay do something find ask people um look in um people that you know in other companies maybe in some similar roles finding out what some there's a lot of job salary insights out there nowadays you can go google around sure. and find. so say i was sitting there at, at, and um it looked like a majority of people were getting paid you know ninety five thousand dollars for what i was doing okay before i go into negotiation i would probably go in there and say one of the keys is a range on top of and have your low number 
a shock value number. So if it was ninety five thousand, um, I'd probably go in there with you know one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollar range, and right off the bat, and it's going to put them in this holy crap. Like <laughs> if it's really around ninety five, is probably what in their head. Your bottom number is big, but the key with the range is. Is it not putting people into a box, right? Like if you just give out one number, it makes people feel like they're backed into a wall. Oh dang, I just messed this up recently. Yeah. And, really? it, and um, it can shut and it can shut people down. Right. Um, but if you give a range and that low number is still really high in the top end, then if y'all can come settle on that, it feels like they're gonna feel like they got a good deal. You know, so if you put one number and it's in a wall, people feel like they're backed into a wall. So the one of those biggest things is that shock value. So if you're trying to pitch what you want worth, you know, you, but you got to have a shock value that also you got to have some kind of if they go, where'd you get that from? Right. Like you need to have some sort of with it. But give a range when you're asking uh, for what you want and put that bottom number a lot higher, because honestly, you're probably thinking, oh, I'd obviously be going at 95 or 100. Right. But if you go high, then more likely you're going to settle there at that number or a little bit higher and you're given the range. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it does. Like I said, I just. uh now you're, you're sitting over we there like sweating. We should have done this episode like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. One one other really big piece when negotiating anything to do, other little tip on it can be not getting into this back and forth game. Like you said, you hate, right? Mm-hmm. Getting into a back and forth negotiation of, well, I only want to pay $850 a month for my apartment rent, and they're at 950 and you go, well, why don't we meet in the middle at 900 right? It never works very well. Don't do that. Never split the difference. Never compromise. Never well, split so the, the difference. So what do you do? <laughs> It, what you want to do is because you want both people to. F- I, I'm always a fan of both people getting to feel good when they walk away. I don't like the bully mentality of somebody walks away a loser and somebody walks away as a winner. In any negotiation, the way you don't go back and forth on something. So, Jenny, for instance, say you're the apartment leasing company. Okay. Hello, sir. Yeah. And, and um, you've done this a lot. Yeah. Would you like an apartment today? <laughs> I have a uh, Mrs. Fields cookie and a small bottle of so water to offer let's you. Let's do this real quick. You have done this before. I know. I, like, I, I really need to pay $850 a month for this apartment. You don't know this yet, okay? okay, okay. But I, but you come out with 950 because that's what your rates. But I know I really need to be at 850 okay? Okay. Okay, yes. Our, we uh, have a luxury apartment. Uh one bedroom, one bath in Uptown Dallas for nine fifty. Okay, um, you know how am I how am I supposed to do that? Well, that's just that's just what the rent is for this area. Yes. Hmm. And the rent here in that area. Yeah, yeah. We we charge nine fifty for a one bedroom, one bath. A Would one you like be- to see a tour? To see a tour. Uh huh. For a one bedroom, one bath. Yes, sir. Hmm. Interesting. What, you're, you're what so, am I supposed to do now? Well, it, what's hard to role play with this is? <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm a terrible salesperson. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting lost. Too. Right. Now, what's hard to role play here is because you, you you obviously are not an apartment leasing person, so you don't know your facts. So you would typically come out with that, that's oh. not what you do. So that was a bad well, thing for me to I do. No, 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 no. I'm telling you that okay. that was I put you on a bad spot. Okay. You know, so but, what should I have done? But, but for instance, when you you want somebody to talk, you want them to talk, and you want you don't want to have to come back and answer. Um, well, I can't do 950. I can do 900. You can ask. You can always do what we call mirroring questions. So when they when they throw something out, you mirror that. It is a question back to them. And then how am I supposed to do that if you got a number you're trying to come to? 
then you're going to give them the ability to keep talking and you're not coming back with a number. So typically they would go into why all their facts and features of their apartment are worth more. Oh. And they would go into all of those things, right? Okay. Why that specific area is da 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 all that kind so of stuff. So who ends up compromising? Well, they're going to, more, they will always end up speaking out and going, well, you know what? My manager does have a $50 off promotion that I can give you, you know, down to 900 blah, blah, blah. And, and you just keep asking them questions. Get them to keep talking. The more people talk, the more they say things that they, and, and they're going to throw out the stuff that give you that little deal that the manager's got a promotion of $50. So now yeah. you can use that against it, right? I mean, you, the biggest thing in negotiation is not going back and forth with battling a number, but just getting that person to keep talking. Because if you had, if you were really an apartment leasing person, you would have all this knowledge of your stuff. So you would keep throwing it out and keep talking and keep talking. And you would almost not start negotiating with yourself because you don't feel backed in a corner because I'm not telling you you have to do this, right? I'm just asking you questions. You keep talking. So it, one of the big things, shock value, throw a number, even though it's odd, either really high on what you want or really low on what you want. But the, the range ranges. has to be close to what you think they might actually pay you. No, the bottom number the you bottom still want number. to be high, oh. but you want a range because the range helps not feel like it's backed into a corner okay. of a one specific thing. I think it's also important to know who you're talking to, right? Yes. Like um, totally. uh, with the with this island, right? They're charging a hundred thousand. That sounds ridiculous to me, but they're not wanting me to come there. Uh, they're not wanting me who's <laughs> sure, having sure, to sure. figure out how to get a flight there and all <laughs> no that offense. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they're wanting people who $100,000 a night sounds like, well, yeah, I could I could spend that, right? I mean, I recently I recently gave a freelance proposal to a, uh, a university for a project, and um, I quoted them a higher price because they're dealing with more money than, say, an individual might. Um, and they took it. They said, yeah, okay. So I knew, you know, going into that, like, I'm not dealing with someone who's having to count their mm -hmm. pennies. I'm dealing with someone who this is just part of a budget and, and they'll be able to, they'll be able to do it. And it worked out for me. Um, so I think it's important Go to mad. know, I think it's important to know who you're talking to on the other end of the, of this deal and whether or not you have that rope to, to say, yeah, I'll, I'm charging a hundred thousand dollars a night. Come pay it or don't. Shock value. Put your range out there. Ask the calibrated questions back to people and get them to talk as much as possible. You don't have to come back with a lower number and split a difference. Just keep asking them questions. People love to talk and they will end up talking and, tell, and talking themselves into negotiating with themselves. It feels very odd, but if you just try it, I promise you it'll work. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper, and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever, and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success, written by none other than myself. Thank you. Love you. And go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. I truly think just talking about negotiation in general 
is something that gives Jenny anxiety. It it is, it is, because I never want to feel like I'm trying to trick somebody or get something that somebody needs. Or I I, I think about like what about their family and what if they re- this person really <laughs> needs this bonus. I mean, like I stayed at a gym. It, because I figured out the, the bonus schedule for this particular gym I wanted to cancel, but I knew that he wouldn't get the bonus he got for signing me up, and I stayed on it for an extra three months. God, I would love to have you to <laughs> I know. me me selling I know. something. That's because you're so kind. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's a See, it's because I'm nice. Again, I go back to it. I don't believe in the bully tactic. I don't ever want to walk away from negotiation and somebody feel like they lost and I won. I don't like that. There is a way that we all get what we want my thing is i want you to make money on what you're gonna be getting me okay but you're not making your whole month's paycheck on me see that's what i did i stayed at the gym i did not use or like for three months (laughs) (laughs) so he could get his bonus and then i quit (laughs) three months isn't bad i guarantee there's somebody listening to this show right now that's like oh god i've had one for a year or something that la fitness subscription has got to go he had that la fitness thing for a while that's just because i forgot though but that's what i mean he forgot and then it was like oh you know yeah right anyway i will learn to get comfortable with this just in the mindset of we're both going to win and we're both going to come out successful on whatever deal i'm working on sure well speaking of humanity circling the drain we have a report from the un all right that was what it, no nobody laughed nobody okay <laughs> 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 this is the driest all right uh, humans are accelerating the extinction of species uh, people are putting nature in more trouble now than at any other time in human history with extinction looming, looming over one million species of plants and animals scientists said Monday but the good news it's not too late to fix this problem the idea behind this article is that uh, according to uh, co-chairman Eduardo Brondizio of Indiana University uh, that we have we have dramatically reconfigured life on our planet. The coral reef isn't doing so hot. We're cutting down lots of trees. We're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're doing our thing. And there's a lot of us, all right? And it's great. And things are good. But ultimately, it seems like we're changing direction. And, and the good news is that this isn't terminal. We can do something about it. We can, we can change the way it feels like science says we're going. Uh, what are the hot takes here? Now, before we get going, disclaimer is... Big disclaimer. I do not want to get into a global warming, not global warming, <laughs> and all that talk, because that is a very politicized, political thing, and I loved Jenny's second shot on this, and I thought she had a great second shot on this specifically, um, and and so before everybody starts messaging about their thoughts on global warming, People that's not what we're... Reviews. This is... Right. The second shot is I will great. say I'm pro-Earth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am pro taking care of it for what that's worth. I, I like yeah. this big blue rock yeah. we're spinning yes. on. It's not so it bad. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. I love a. There's a Mother Teresa quote. I only feel angry when I see waste. When I see people throwing away things we could use. So I hear that. I know she's talking about more so environmental. You know, waste is what she's referencing there. I'm assuming. But a second shot on this article and sort of how we can use this in our lives is how are we wasting the resources of the people in our lives or even wasting our own resources, taking things for granted. Um, You know, we get, you know, get our body and we're born and we either take care of it or we don't. And it either serves us or it doesn't long term. So that's like our resource. Same thing at work. You know how there's a, you know, I hope everybody has had that coworker or that boss or that person that works for them that's just like always on it. They're always on it. They they show up to every meeting. They stay late when you need to. They, you know, remind you of things that you forgot. They make everybody else look good. 
those kind of people I think sometimes are the people that we can take for granted. Mm-hmm. They're the people like, you know, the earth. We think, oh, you know what? The, there's a landfill somewhere that'll take my garbage. Well, be careful about taking those people for granted and about letting those people continually deal with your garbage because it's it's going to run out. It's like the global warming of work. Okay. You know what I mean? The global it, it, working. Yes, yes. Yeah. It just, it just, it, it will, it's, that's not sustainable long term. And that person or those people that you're treating like that, that you're just kind of throwing things away and taking for granted will not last. Well, and it's that typical thing of that, that high performer and you keep putting things on them because you know they're going to get done. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, they're going to be tired and go, I'm done. I'm out. And, and like you said, it's so key to not, take for granted the people that you know and and maybe it's say you're not a boss but say it's a co-worker totally that y'all always um bounce ideas off of and help each other like maybe it's it's good to maybe just let them know you appreciate them every now and then because don't you agree it doesn't it's not like you've got to go give them surprise disney tickets to make it do it's like a simple like like what your mom was talking about on an episode last episode was writing some handwritten notes and stuff like maybe a little note of a hey thank you for being a great co-worker i just want you to know i appreciate you like that's all it doesn't mm-hmm. take disney tickets right i mean i like that he it's the first thing of what would be a good incentive is disney tickets <laughs> disney is great yeah. it is great but you do a lot of that with your girls we do that yeah i do that with my girls i'll give them uh, a little coffee card and we have a uh, uh uh, system at our work where we have um, preferred vendors. So if they are a preferred vendor of our club, we advertise for them, and then they will give us little gift cards for their business, coffee Aww. or restaurants, or whatever, and they're kept with our manager. And when we have someone who has done something, you know, above and beyond, we go and we get a card. And I put, I have for my girls just several baskets, you know, and they have their name on them, and I'll slip a little card in there. And it goes a long way. It goes a long way just saying, I appreciate you. Here's a little coffee card. That was great. You know, whatever you did the other day was great. And, uh, and I, and yeah, it's, it's not like great, it's big stuff. No, it's not big. It's but just it's saying gesture. thank you. Mm-hmm. It's the gesture of saying thank you, writing a note and mm-hmm. saying thanks for what, you know, this or that. Um, it makes a big difference. Making people feel appreciated is, is a key. Gosh, when I would get a, a text message from my news director, like I have those mm-hmm. saved still. I remember a that. text message. Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah, I would screenshot it. I would send it to my mom. I'd send it to Heath, you know, because it would be so meaningful because you do, you work so hard and not that, yeah, that sounds very ego driven to just be looking for, you know, waiting for that compliment from the boss, but you want to know you're on track and you want to know it's all n- not, not for nothing. Why, why do you think we take the, those uh, like resources around us that the, the kind of normal like the great friends and all that that we why do we take them for granted why because do we let we've that? always had them yeah. it's, it's the same nature. thing like with your body you have always had it and and for most of us we've been blessed enough to know that they've always been good mm-hmm. right like they haven't you know generally you know for most you know majority of people are able to go through their teenage years being pretty lucky like it always works for you you wake up every morning you know you're, if you're able to walk that's a blessing for you all these things until it doesn't and then we're like whoa 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 Mm -hmm. whoa hold on a second my back hurts yeah or like you know i'm swollen or whatever Mm -hmm. it is or um or you're getting an injury right you know you don't have your arm and you're like oh my gosh i really liked typing and that was pretty essential to my job well you never got up every morning we're we're thankful for wow i feel so thankful to have this arm it's we take it for granted because we've never not had those things i think i mean there's a reason why people make big life changes after a heart attack or something like that whenever they're 
they suddenly are faced with the possibility like, oh, I, my time here is not unlimited. Or whenever they have a big fight with a friend and they and they realize uh, mm. maybe maybe I've been taking advantage of them or maybe I've been ignoring them or, or things that they've been saying. You know, there's there's a reason that it takes those kinds of things to to make people appreciate it because. Yeah, when they're always there, you don't think about the cost that you're putting on that other person. What do you think? So that way, maybe something for the listeners, because you're really good at, at practicing, you know, the gratefulness and, and all of the mantras you've done in the past is, like, what for the listeners so it doesn't take a heart attack for or, or whatever for them to, 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 or losing their best friend because right. they finally pushed them over the edge and them having to find out that way? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what are some tidbits they can do? Well, so in terms of gratitude, and this has been like a like a long journey. Because when you say journey, gratitude is a big part I of it, d- right? Gratitude is a big part of it because you have to think like super small because a lot of times we will look at our lives and um, nobody is immune to this and say like, I've got nothing. Okay, well, how about do you, if, if you're thinking that thought, do you have air? Yes. Okay, good. There's one thing. Okay, do you have a piece of paper and a pen to write something down on so you can do this list? Okay, good. You've got like a couple resources. That's pretty good. I bet you might even have internet and that means you can connect with people. And um, do you have fresh air today? And do you have rain? Okay, well, some people say, oh, well, that stinks. It's a rainy day. Okay, well, it's watering your plants. And it's, you know, you once you start to think of those things, you'll start to realize, think of the more tangible things like, okay, gosh, I'm going to this podcast and I'm going to have four people who I really enjoy spending time with and I'm going to be with them for an hour today talking about this podcast. I I consider those people friends. So now you've got friends. Um, So I think that sometimes we can feel like really alone and lonely, but when you start counting up all of those different things, your mindset shifts to where you're starting to pick up on like small, exciting things like, ooh, there's really good selfie lighting in here. (laughs) <laughs> but silly stuff you know what I mean you'll start to pick up like there she oh, went to the I, selfie light yeah. I made it through that light or you know what traffic wasn't as bad today as it was yesterday and I just think it gives an overall mindset shift and here's the thing when you're the person who's always noticing the like kind of cool but small things other people want to be around you and will share those things with you so it just is a, a domino effect but I do think having gratitude in that area will then translate into not taking those other things for granted because you start really small with like the simple stuff well because if you start practicing gratitude every day at some point you got to get really small right because you got you got right because you're gonna run out of stuff like not everyone's having like a wedding every day or something like that so i do 10 things well and i ebb and flow with this i'm not perfect with it nobody is um but i try to do in the morning i try to write down 10 things and i say thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you mine are more of a prayer if you if that's um this can work as not a prayer it can work as just a gratitude journal um you don't have time for the journal. I get it. Sometimes I'm with Brighton and I'm saying it in my head. Yeah. I'm like making her breakfast, you know, because not everybody's got like this whole hour of morning routine yeah. to do. But sometimes I'm making her breakfast and I'm thinking, OK, I'm thankful that we have eggs this morning. Yeah. I'm thankful, you know, right. that, that she's awake and thankful that she wants to spend time with me and that I'm able to spend time with her. And, um, yeah. And I think that um, if, if you take some of that, because I think when you when, if you practice gratefulness every day, like she's like Jenny was talking about, you kind of you get to a point where you're really starting to really get grateful on the very small things, which that's what helps you realize that special relationship or um, that friend or that coworker that you know you, they just are always there and doing it, and so you can easily leave them behind. But when you start really practicing gratefulness, those relationships will be that will come to your mindset, so you don't let time go by and not thank them and let them know they're appreciated because. Don't wait till the time comes where they're gone or something before you have to realize it the really hard way. 
So we'll be back on the third segment, the second shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Not going to lie, I'm always a little nervous when Jenny starts busting out things that we've got to like try and <laughs> eat on me. there. I mean, Matt, yeah. Matt and I have had like, like you know, deep scars on on the oh, show from, with Edie. That, uh, I've never forgotten that. Roll. Oh. that was really uh, yeah, was harsh. That was really sad <laughs> for you guys. I brought in some uh, Mexican sweetbread. Pandulce. My mom made it. Have you ever had sweetbread? Pandulce. Have you no. See. Never once. I don't know what I'm It's in for. much better microwaved. This is also the dairy-free and butter-free version. Right, there's a really? disclaimer on okay. this. Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. Have you I, tried it, Matt? I have not tried oh, it. Oh, it's, no. it's very good. Yeah, go ahead and try. It, by the way. Okay, this yeah. one. Go ahead and try it. This is yeah. The, yeah. It could be a little dry. Try the sweet bread. The sweet bread is phenomenal. We're a little late on Cinco de Mayo, but for people who don't know, you can see it on the um, you can see it on the camera, or like if you've ever been into a Mexican bakery, it's the big round breads that usually have either yellow or pink or pink? white yeah you know Hold what on. i mean on the this top is and ringing a bell yes yeah. and they're yeah. usually really dry like yeah yeah they're usually really dry so that's sort of like the nature of that yeah. type of bread Last so time I was in San go ahead and try it had some of this yes okay i'm sorry it's not it's it's not hope, hopefully they don't give the reaction they gave to the sushi <laughs> i know no, this is much better than the <laughs> yes, sushi. yes no, I, I told you, <laughs> you, you yes like yeah. Matt, this, uh, no, I told this you. is great yeah yeah this is like the good stuff there's to no milk or butter in this no. no. How is that even possible? Yeah, I know. It's so soft. What was the secret, Mama? Yeah. Well, I used, uh, I used, uh, there is milk. There's hemp milk. Ooh. And there's cashew milk. Okay. And there's coconut oil. There's no better. I was going to say coconut oil has got to be the secret. Yeah. There's um. But isn't it so egg. soft? It is really soft. But it's, it's yeah, don't mind free. me. I'm just going to eat this. The crust so. should be uh, should be butter and sugar and stuff, but I made it with honey. So I <laughs> was trying. No, no. It came out pretty well. Oh, I thought it was very good. Now, the other treats we brought in, Irma went to Mexico, um, our nanny, and brought back my favorite food. I had to bring it in, in for you guys because I cannot eat this entire thing myself. It's mazepan, mm-hmm. which is basically sugar and peanuts. This is not like marzipan, no. the cake frosting. No. This is very different. It's very different. So here, Matt, put, okay. put it on my camera. I'm going to show a picture of it, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, so everybody can see it on the camera right there. It's like oh, a, what is this? It's like, like a, a little cookie or a disc? Cake? Mm-hmm. Or like a, and this is like so nostalgic okay. for me. This makes me think of when... My grandparents would go to Mexico and bring this back, or even just be in California because they would have it in California. But oh, in Idaho, break up we did not have these. It is Oreo yeah. size, right? I'd say that's probably yes, Oreo size, yeah, the standard measurement of food sizes. Well, I was going to say like a small hockey puck, but no, you can eat it. My mom says, you "Do just, I have to?" You wait? Don't, I was going to say, is this like a one bite thing? Are you kind of? work on it in all pieces. i'm saying what am I is into that mm. uh no don't do it in one bite because okay. it's like so uh, super sweet so okay. sweet 
Man, um, I like sweet, and that right there almost gave me a, a sweet high. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. It's a lot. Wow. Oh, wow. It's a too sweet. very, very rich. Oh, I Peanuts? love it. Really Am I picking up on that? Peanuts and yes. peanuts. Mm. peanuts and sugar. It's almost like that a, all of a sudden? Um, good question. Very good. Wow. It's, um, oh, wait. Oh. No. Um, nope. It's just peanut sugar and artificial flavor. Mm. Oh, wow. All natural That's ingredients. what I'm tasting, that artificial flavor. <laughs> that yellow that yellow five <laughs> is really coming yeah. through. No, no, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> this good. is really good. It's so wait, is, so there a, good. is there a proper way to eat? Like, do you eat this with something else, or is it supposed to be It's It almost feels like it should be with something, right? Like with coffee or with milk or something. It's so strong. With Am Kool-Aid. I the only one who just thinks it's perfect? No, I'm, I'm with them. Sweet. I don't need to cut it. I would eat, <laughs> yeah. I would eat 27 of these. Yeah. That's no, why me, I had too. To, me too. That's why I had to give away four of them and take oh, the other wow. 300 back home with It's me. very bold. It's got a very specific flavor. It reminds me of like the little peanut butter candies that you get at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it has that flavor to it. Oh, gosh. This is good. Between this and the sweet bread, I've got quite the... Uh, Isn't that good? A little afternoon result. snack here. That's right. Knack. Yeah. A little knack. No, no, pick no. Me up. Brighton does not get this, by the way. No. Matt, you said you had another thought on that last segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the uh, it, it struck me anytime we talk about this kind of stuff, it strikes me about how um, how often I think about doing things like that, like saying giving someone a card or calling my parents or um, telling someone thank you or posting something on social media uh, like you do these days. It, <laughs> I think about it all the time, but I rarely do it. Why is that? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it could be laziness. It could just be I get busy with something else. But I think that probably happens to a lot of people yes. where these ideas go through your head. I mean, these are not foreign concepts, right? Right. It's just you you don't go the extra. It's almost like thinking about it is good enough for you. Um, you don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. take so the extra true, step. Matt. Yeah. That's um, a really to, good. That, that to do is, it. Right. That, that's such a good thought to have a, a self-awareness on that, that of realizing what he just said is sometimes you think about it and you think, oh, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I appreciate that person. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, why, they, why Which come, is good. I mean, it's good to do that, too. Sure. But yeah. <laughs> to express it. And I think sometimes we also want to make such, or for me, I want to make such a grandiose gesture that I do nothing. Like, it's like, oh, it's got to be involved. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. got to do the handwritten card and figure out their address and take it to the post office and stuff. Where maybe instead of doing nothing, I could just send a text. Not as exciting, but it's right. better than nothing. Something. I think a text is a savior in these things. That's what I've learned. Ooh. Because... If, if I'm thinking of someone, I will just send them a quick text that just says that. Thinking of you, thanks, a heart, what, you know, whatever. <laughs> An emoji. But, yeah, a bit emoji. Yeah. But, yeah. And, for, I mean, I'm, I'm late to all these things, right, Jen? Like anything. I mean, you just got a smartphone last year, right. so, so thank goodness she didn't do late, the heart emoji. She got here so as I'm fast late. as she could. I did get as fast as I could. Right. And now I can text my thank yous. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you think, Matt, like if sometimes if instead of like what you probably do in your head is you get to this of how much it's got to be when, when you think about it versus what, oh. like Jeanette just said, you know, if you're thinking somebody, just send them a text and say, hey, just thinking of you, hope all is right. Like, like why, yeah. why don't we just do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, um, I, I think calling the parents is probably a big one. I know people are better at this than others, but. I will think uh, at some point during the day, oh, I need to call mom. I haven't talked to mom in a, in a few days. And um, and I don't do it because I think, well, I've got to sit down. I've got to block off time. I've got to do this when, I don't know, I drive to and from work every day. I could call her then. Mm-hmm. I could call her when I'm getting ready for dinner or any any number of, of time, uh, any number of points during the day where I have five minutes of uninterrupted time just to say, hey, how's everything going? What's What are you, what are you all up to? Um, 
And I just don't, I, I don't do it because I, I feel like I need to schedule that or I need to, yeah, make some sort of grand gesture or something. I could stop on my way home and pick up a card from my wife and just says, hey, thanks for uh, taking care of the animals or doing or doing whatever. And I just, and I don't do it. And it doesn't take that much. We just got, no. I, th- I think it's just taking that next step. Well, if you have that self-awareness of it now, like more so maybe it is yeah. next time that happens, you really take that step. And with all of us as well, is when it's like in our mind, it's fresh of thinking about it. Um, you know, the other thing was, I've really been pretty easy on our listeners and not shaming them too hard on reviews and everything. You know, you, you know, you've thought about it. Yeah, but but exactly. He's gonna text them now. But as soon as I stop shaming, the reviews stop. Wow. You know, so I'm shaming you right now if you're listening. And you've listened to more than one episode and heard this, and you've not left us a review. It doesn't take much. Come on, guys. I need you. I need your help here. Yeah. We, like, died off literally when my shaming stopped. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's back with the shaming. <laughs> right. It's just the, the negative feedback is really working for our audience. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that you do it, by the way, if you're new to iTunes, is if you're listening on your phone, you just go click on the Second Shot podcast, which is what you're listening to right now, and then there will be an option to... Do, you'll see the five stars in a row. Hopefully, you'll give us five if you found it valuable. And then you can comment. You can give, um, you know, if you have any feedback for us. I mean, if it's really, like, harsh feedback, you can just do it in the private group or send That's us right. an email at secondshotcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, don't um, put that on front street. Not like the pink stuff. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not like that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do, like, pink's audience. Um, and so, yeah, we would love to hear from you. And also, uh, people are just connecting in the Second Shot group. Second Shot Facebook group and the email secondshotcast at gmail.com. Look, we would love to hear. That's what the emails are posting in the group. If you're in there, like any, if you have ideas or things you would like to hear us talk about or mention, like put them on there, like send them our way. Let us see them because we would love to hear um, what you want to hear about, anything mm-hmm. you want to know yep. about. Like we want your suggestions in any which way, shape, or form. If there's an expert you want to hear yes. from, that you want us to interview, anything like that. Yeah, and um, again, I'm shaming you. Go leave us a rating and review. It is much, much appreciated if you do. Okay, so where can they find you? JennyAnchondo.com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at JennyAnchondo. At AppleZachintosh on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Come join the conversation. We're all hanging out over there. You can find me at MattStoker1 on Instagram or in the Facebook group. Go there. Tell me how thankful you are for me to be here. I know you, I know you feel that way. <laughs> Thank you, Gaga, for being on again. It's my yeah. pleasure. Thank you for having me, and you can't find me anywhere. I guess. <laughs> Go to my pages. She's in the behind the scenes. Yeah. And he folks at Ignorance on Fire and all this stuff. I love you guys. See you next time.